You're listening to Well, I Laughed, part three of Plenty of Fish, Am I the Asshole? Yeah. Um, oh, I just slid myself. Did I just stop the recording? <laughs> no. Too soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Luckily, we weren't like in the story yet. No. That would have been bad. Uh, we are back at our friend Kelsey and Edgar's place. Yes. Uh, no Kelsey and Edgar, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, they were a hoot last time. But we do they have were. their wonderful dogs, dogs here with us. Uh, that were here when we first started recording the first time. And now they've both decided it's not worth it anymore. I think they so. understood that we weren't actually recording the first time. And they're like, silly <laughs> they're humans. Like, That's funny. Um, um, I take it as a deep, deep compliment when uh, someone introduces their dog to me and they're like, sorry, if he's a little skittish, he like doesn't really like guys. And then the dog is totally fine around me. <laughs> Dude, they can't, they read energy uh, yeah. so fast. It's either yeah. I'm like deeply effeminate in the animal kingdom mm-hmm. or just my energy, my vibe, my aura, mm-hmm. my whatever the word is, is, um, <laughs> has gotten pretty good lately. I think so. Love that for you. Thank you. Yes. How are you? How was your day? Um, the most stressful part you just saw. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, I walked in 20 minutes late and yeah, I, it's my fault. Um, yeah. walked in 20 minutes late and you were just like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to go. You were full on Olivia Pope, which I mean, turtleneck, comfy sweater, huge glass of wine. Thank huge you. glass uh, of red. Kelsey left this for me. <laughs> She was like, if you want it, you can have it. And I figured I, our relationship is turning into like big sister, little sister, where she just kind of like leaves clothes no, for me. What? Sorry. I love her. You just do that to me all the time. It's fun to be able to return that. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> yeah. And so she left this for me and I was like, great. Perfect. Uh, speaking of fun dynamics, we got a chance to meet some of your cousins yesterday. Yes. And sorry, real quick, pod talk. Are we saying first names on the? Yeah, okay, yeah. sweet. I uh, got to meet everybody. Gabby, Simone, Chandler, Jordan. So wonderful. So they kind. They are very kind. Also, just great energies, and everyone. Everyone's so good at like sharing stories and, and reacting. A conversation, yeah, yeah, just super easy to hang out with. They were mm-hmm. a joy. They were real They joy. were really fun. It was really funny when I mentioned that you might be coming. Gabby was like, Grant! <laughs> Gabby was like, tell him that there's going to be a, a fan of the pod. There, I think Gabby is the only one that listens to the That's podcast. And then, but secretly, I think Chandler was also excited. He just didn't want to show it. Sure. Because he, he mentioned that she listens to it like while she's getting ready or something. So sure. he'll hear it. And he was like, Grant! <laughs> That's very kind. Uh, I don't think I dwelled on that a lot last uh, night because sometimes that adds like a little oh, yeah. bit of like expectation to everything. Sometimes I enjoy it because it makes me realize that I don't actually need to talk. <laughs> but you agree. You also did that thing that my parents will do sometimes, mm-hmm. which is they'll start like the first sentence of a story. Tell the rest of the right, And then everyone will be like, well, what is that? And then Maya will be like, Grant. <laughs> and it's like, well, I just talked for the last three minutes. Five. Because of course I did. Yes. But yeah, I can share. If you would like like me to, I can share. Shut up. I knew you wanted to. (laughs) Every time I had a chance to ask a question, Mm -hmm. I tried to aggressively get it away from me. Like a game of like hot potato. I was like, nope. Tell me about the weekend that I wasn't a part of. I want to hear all about your guys' experiences. And that's not out of jealousy. That was out of the like, I have no dog in this arena. No like, oh, and remember that one time you did that one thing? Like I'm, this whole thing is sans me and I want to hear more about it. They were wonderful. They're really fun. Yeah. I love them. I want Chandler to come by more often i asked him about the lighting setup because he's he's actually like a professional video editor oh nice Mm -hmm. and so i was like i don't know what i'm doing can you like look at this he was like yeah i mean it looks looks fine (laughs) it's like okay 
Yeah, our production quality has ramped up significantly over the last nine months. Specifically, like, over the last, like, three months. Yeah. I am now, like, dry shaving before I come here. I'm like, let's just get straight to the skin. Mm -hmm. uh, try to look as good as possible. Mm. I think we both started officially training for the half marathon this uh -huh. week. Uh-huh. I just put all of the runs into my calendar. <laughs> oh, that's so smart, actually, mm -hmm. to schedule your runs. I do not know why I hadn't thought about doing that before. I just put them on my calendar. At least I so I know which runs I need to do that week, and I can like move them around as I want to. But that way, I have it like in the back of my head, or else I'll I'll talk myself out of half yeah. of them. Yeah, I mean that's what I've been doing for the entire month of February. It also been yeah. cold. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Today I ran after I walked the dogs, and it was dark, and I was like, if I had to run any longer, yeah. this would not be cool. <laughs> um, but it was so nice today. So it was warm really during nice. the daytime. Yeah. Uh, I know because today uh, we were uh, downtown for a little theater field trip. Theater? Theater. <laughs> What's so funny is we come back to school and my kids who didn't see me in the morning because I had a mm -hmm. sub yeah. now see me. And they're like, oh, mister, where are you? Children are precious, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, me and some of the speech and debate team members went on a theater field trip. And they're always, it's so funny. They go, oh, did you guys see a movie? Or like, and then they don't really know how what to else ask. to say. Well, yeah. They know there's another option and they know it's like on a stage, but they don't know, know. what to call it. Right, exactly. And in their defense, I don't really sometimes either. They're like, do you go to a movie or like a theater theater? They just repeat yeah. the word twice. Theater theater. You went to and the it was theater, really good. Theater. I don't know if it'll still be playing at the DCPA, mm -hmm. but if you um, have a free evening, would highly suggest you go see the play Saboyas. Um, starring i don't know i shouldn't have said starring uh but it's, <laughs> starring. it's uh, star, premiering featuring mm -hmm. at the dcpa it was a wonderful time absolutely loved it you know what i found out that hmm. one of my favorite uh broadway stars jeremy jordan um i specifically wanted to see him while we were in new york but i figured he's like big enough he's probably not doing anything but i knew sure, he sure. was in an off-broadway production of gatsby nice. at the time and when I like went to look it up, it looked like Gatsby was no longer running. And I just found out it is running. It's about to premiere on Broadway oh, cool. with Jeremy Jordan. And, so we're going back to New York. Um, yes. And okay. also the original Eurydice from Hadestown as her as his like counterpart. Is it already premiering? Is it already playing? I don't think it's already playing. I, okay. they, I just they just posted a video of them performing. I think it was like in preparation. I am free premiere. last weekend of March. If that if that works for you. <sighs> I, I need to see I need to see Jeremy sure. Jordan live. I will. If not last weekend of March, I'll be fine. Uh, I think second weekend of July <laughs> is also kind of free for me right I don't, now. I think I want to avoid New York City in the summer. I hear that. But then when am I going to get to it? That's you know? fair. That's fair. March seems like a good time. <laughs> Frame. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Speaking of, because I do, I think it would be fun to go on another little trip together. I think um, it would be fun even for like, just like two nights, like one night, see a show, other night, go to a bar. Yes. We could make that happen. Yeah. We could make so much happen. I'll borrow Lydia's sleep apnea machine. Thank you. <laughs> she won't let me take it, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> zero percent. Lydia, it's so funny. Sometimes she loves sharing. Sometimes, no, she doesn't. Uh, it's very she, specific things, too. I think she recently did not like sharing her ski poles. What? Yeah. She, Why? She wasn't even skiing. <laughs> what? You know, she has a quirks and we love that about her. She also was at the theater production today. I was actually so sweet. The theater. The theater. Uh, you know, I don't remember the character's name in um, 
the things we do in the shadows, what we do in the shadows. Mm, yeah, the one yeah. that has all the weird pronunciation. New York City. City. He was recently interviewed about that, I think, or maybe not recently, but sure. I saw like an Instagram post and he people were asking him why he did that. And he was literally like, it's a way to get like another character's attention. If it looks like they're not super invested, yes. it, like it was never scripted. It was literally just him reading off the other <laughs> character. If he thought that they were not invested in him, he would just be like, no, you're <laughs> Or remind me of the actress's name who plays Moira Rose. Oh, uh, Catherine O'Hare. Thank you. Yeah. So Catherine O'Hare. O'Hare was doing this uh, interview mm-hmm. and it was about finding a way to get into the Moira voice and what she needs oh, to do because she would lose it sometimes. And I want to show the kids the video. I'll probably show this uh, acting students it tomorrow. But ask me what my favorite movie is. What's your favorite movie? The Aviator. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just so many vowels that yeah, she yeah. can kind of oscillate within oh, so the word. That was like the word. That How she, she chose. would get into it, David. David. And it's so like it's so good. And if it's, you don't think I'm going to yeah. force kids to do it next year during next week's invasive season, fair. it's like you're certain wrong. like words can get people into accents. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. J- join in if you know as soon as you know. Okay. Join in if you know. As soon as you know. Do this at home, folks. Do this in your car. (laughs) Well, my sister had a baby, and then she passed away, and the baby, it it was born without arms or legs, but I've been working double shift at the factory, but it's happy, and and it's healthy, and it's growing, and just to see it. Do you know what I'm talking about? You have no idea what I am talking about? No. It, I got so stressed, Bo came to help. Let <laughs> me um, just, so I, my legs are now warm because Bo is around. No, that's, um, I think the, <laughs> even closer. He likes leaning against people. That, uh, it's from, it's from Shark Tales. Oh, it's been so, it's I watched like, it like once. The little shrimp is like pleading for its life to not be eaten. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so sort of Okay, so, so your reaction, your reaction right there was funny. And we're in a we're in a room by ourselves. We're in a room by ourselves. I want to, dear listener, transport you to the last time I had done that monologue. Picture it. Oh God. One p.m. Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> city bus. Oh. Colfax. Me in the center of eighteen children on our way back from the theater. Okay. Oh gosh. And it's a city bus in downtown, so it's. Truly and 100% totally safe. I'm not trying to make it sound like it's not safe. Yeah. But you kind of got a Noah's Ark of humanity on there, Yeah, you know? it's not, yeah. And then I go, wait, you guys, no, wait, you don't, uh, and then I just immediately go, well, my sister had a baby, and then she, and all of the kids are, like, kind of both shocked and mortified and, like, embarrassed, but not for themselves, like, embarrassed on yeah. my behalf. Like, I can almost feel like a hand touch my knee, like, mister. Like, oh, and I'm like, how do none of you know this? And I know I'm not getting the words right. For those of you typing out a message on Instagram right now, I cannot wait to read it. And I know I'm not getting the words right. Um, so that was, I do not know how we got to this topic. I don't know how to get out of it. I'm it's like, the problem. Okay, so it was like Moira Rose in the New York City. That's right. New York City. Here's the thing, friends. The episode that we published today, because it's Wednesday, the episode we published today is part Pop one fish, yeah. of Plenty of Fish. Devil in the Details. Hope you enjoyed. Um, 
And we talked about how when it comes out, it's going to be Valentine's Day. We are recording this episode on, on Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day, which is also our anniversary. Which I love that Lydia knew that. She texted us. We didn't even text each other. Right. And Lydia was like, is it your recording anniversary tonight? She goes, haha, so funny. I don't even know why I know that. I don't either. Oh, I do. Because it's Lydia. Because <laughs> That's it's fair. Lydia. That's fair. That's... She will not. Will not share her $25 ski poles with you. But she will remember the anniversary of that one time you went to that restaurant together. She's she's wonderful. I Today in class, the young kids were like, eh, it's Valentine's Day, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, there's a lot of relationships to celebrate out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Your friendship relationships is one that you should celebrate and should rejoice yes. in. And probably is actually the more important relationship to invest in when you're in school. And they don't know that, though. They don't know that. I also don't know if I know that or if I'm just talking about, like, you, Lydia, Jacob, Tyler, Danny, like, my core group of friends. Grant just told me right before this that he would, and I quote, never do that when he was drunk, that being get into a stupid argument with their significant (laughs) other. And I was like, I mean, I have, I can't speak for anyone else, but I think that's a universal experience. Probably is. I just, I told someone two days ago over text message, I mean, you know what this kind of text message was. I said, I think everyone assumes I'm Cam from Modern Family because mm-hmm. I'm big, gay, loud, love football, and from the Midwest. Uh, but actually, I'm Phil. Kind of dumb, always happy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of dumb, always happy. Like, I am deeply aware of the limits of my own knowledge. But and I'm kind of goofy. <laughs> Anyways, so that was what we told the younger kids on Valentine's Day. You yes. rejoice in the relationship of your friends. And then for the older kids, I obviously, I think what you're about to hear is word for word all I said to them. But what I basically said to them was, I remember when I was a young person, that there were, in my mind, two states you could exist in. Mm-hmm. In a relationship or looking for a relationship. And there was no third, fourth, or fifth option. And it's okay to have a third, fourth, or fifth option and to like that option and just, you know, communicate with people around you. It's actually important for you to, like, appreciate that option. You need to to know yourself outside of a relationship. Do you know the kids that do not cry in my classroom and who Mm. are not distracted by the things that they want to accomplish in their time at our institution? Mm. The ones that askew traditional relationships and are just kind of here to to talk to people. (laughs) Just kind of here to play the field a little bit, you know? Like, hey, yeah, we had fun at the dance or whatever, right? Mm. Or it was cool to, like, go to a couple soccer games with you. Um, I never initiate anything more serious. And I'm sorry if that's kind of heartbreaking, but, like, I don't know. I'm just kind of, you know, there's 100 of you and... I'm not attracted to half, half of you That's because you're either boys or girls, right? And it's all binary, whatever. No, but yeah. it's like, you know, it's such a small pool that they're already swimming in. Oh, last thing. Sorry. I don't know if any of this high school gossip is interesting to you, but I was talking to one of my uh, seniors and they were like, I have this like stupid little crush. And I was like, oh, okay. Love like, stupid little well, crush. would I know them? I mean, you're kind of sharing it out loud. So, so. I'm not inquisitive, but like obvious follow up. But tell me. <laughs> and she goes, oh, no, no, mister. No, no, no. If the grades don't touch, neither do we. And I was like, okay, well, that's super clever, but... Okay, yeah. Did you understand what the... Yeah, I did. Okay, okay, cool. I thought, honestly... That's, that a, that's, a, good, that's a good rule for th- high school. I just thought it was really clever. I was yeah, like, yeah. wow, look at you with wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, happy anniversary. None yeah. of those stories were about you. <laughs> what? Everything's about me. I could share stories about you, if you would like. 
she, I'm curious and scared. Every time I, every time I'm about to join Maya at a social gathering, the I'll text her, "Hey, on my way," so she knows to expect me, and she'll go, "Cool. What do you want to drink? I'll get your first round." Super kind. Subsidize your public school teacher friends. <laughs> and, and I'm always like, oh my God, you truly do not need to do and that. And then immediately followed. Old fashioned. By but his order. You know you don't need to do that. Oh, but yeah, I know. also, it's rude. Okay, the first one, <laughs> the first time I did that, I was not here on this realm. You had you had been out much longer. And also, we got those drinks for free, which I don't know if you knew. Mm. Uh, and I just snagged like one for granted. the source of money had been kind of innocuous. Yeah, I didn't yeah, feel that one was it. free. Yeah. This one, I was like, he's meeting my cousins. <laughs> At 8.15 on a school night. Yeah. But uh, I was like, never stopped me before. Yeah, was I was great. like, I can order it. And Casey was like, you can just put it on my tab. And I was like, I also have a tab open. And he was like, well, just put it on my... Because his was at the bar. Mine was on the phone for mm. the food. And he was like, just put it on mine. And I would have put it on my tab, but I couldn't figure out how to order order an old-fashioned. Sure. And so, actually, Casey bought it. <laughs> Thanks, Casey, if you're still listening. Uh, he's not. Um, so this is Plenty of Fish, yes. part three, Am I the Asshole series. Yes. Uh, we're going to do a series of, at least what I have collected, a series of Am I the Asshole stories from Reddit about dating, dating fails, oh. dating miscommunications, all said in good humor, uh, but also said now. Also, we are two weeks removed from Valentine's Day. If that was, Does that mean it's March when this comes out? This one comes out on the no. 28th. Last Wednesday of February. Yes. Oh, and it's a leap year. Sorry, none of this matters. But it's a leap year. I didn't even put that together. Tomorrow's also still February. Isn't that fun? Wow. <laughs> um, so I would kind of love to start sharing some Do of these. Do you have more life updates? <gasps> oh, fuck. I don't, but I get the feeling Grant may. What? <laughs> <laughs> what was the last update I gave you on? The candy? Candy thief. Um, That you didn't get to watch all the footage okay. of, from the thing and so you didn't really know what happened okay so they went back with more time yes i'm sorry i'm, I, I'm giving you this information really truly as quickly as i'm getting it the turnaround time is zero episodes our discord has been blowing i know it up is. every okay. time anything gets mentioned so they're able to watch the whole video they were able to sit down and watch it a girl enters the frame and disappears not like in the frame she's she doesn't like evaporate she just, like, in the middle of the hallway. She just like walks out of the frame. Basically like kind of walks through one frame and can't be seen on any of the other frames. So that's crazy and I wild. Hate I hate it already. Well, what we found out about this security system at this school is that it's pointed so precisely down the hallway, it doesn't cover any of the entrances. Oh, for fuck's sake. So if you were, I don't know, trying to sneak around you could it, you could you 100 percent could i don't i don't like it i don't like that that implies that this person knew that right i don't like that that's a possibility knew it or didn't know it and got away with it still yeah, still, still ballsy to do like listen years ago years ago we were at a different high school yeah and this high school was hosting a tournament and the nhs chapter at this high school had put their like NHS shirts in a box outside the classroom and kids from a different school found it took like three 
thought it was super funny. And of course, word gets out. And then there's like security footage. And the two coaches have to talk to each other. And the first coach is like demanding an apology. And the second coach is like, I think we have really kind of blown this out of proportion. It's three shirts. And it becomes like a huge deal. Neither one of the schools attends the other's tournament that year. Like it becomes like kind of a blood feud oh, a no. little bit. Right. So security cameras, right? It gets talked about all the time. I was yeah. on a tournament two weeks ago where the fire alarm got pulled. <laughs> That was crazy. They're not for this exciting. Yeah. And so it's like, did you not know security cameras were there? Or did you know and you didn't care? Or did you know and you knew how to avoid the blind spot? And now my friends who coach at this school are struggling because they now know a fact about the security system that they can't share. But obviously the kids are curious yeah. as to who stole yeah, the candy and letters that they Yes! Wrote. I'm dying to know. So here's... Because I realize how unsatisfying of an answer that is. Yes. That someone enters the frame and we can't really track them. And that most of the cameras do not show the actual doorways. Although we figured out how they were probably getting into these supposedly locked yeah, rooms. Yeah, at least that's good. That right. Is. This school is going to host one more tournament this no. year. And it's going to be... Redirect the security cameras! And it's going to be smaller. Oh, no, 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 no. I have proposed, and I don't know if they're taking it seriously or not. That they set a trap. Yes. That somewhere on the second yes, or third yes, floor, yes, yes, they yes. assign a handful of kids to hang out in the corner of some classrooms, yes. quietly reading or something, lying in wait to trap or catch a child who tries yes. to break in. <laughs> yes! I really do mean this when I say life is what you make it, and sometimes <laughs> you can make it a murder mystery. <laughs> That is a phenomenal idea. Do you know what I want it to be? Spoilers ahead, but it's been out for like a hundred years. I want it to be like a murder on the Orient Express. Have you ever seen that movie or anything? Uh, No, I know the plot line. Cool. Those of you who don't, the plot is there's a detective on train trying to solve the murder. Mm -hmm. And he's having a hard time because everyone has like an alibi from someone else or they weren't there in the train. And the big reveal at the end is that everyone on the train was on it. And I think it would be really interesting. Conspiracy side of me. Yeah. If all the students were in on it? No. If there were never any letters at all. <laughs> it was all a conspiracy by the people They that... had realized they had forgotten to do the letters in candy. These are also my best friends. I don't actually mean this, but I think it's funny in this kind of oh, universe. That's so They realized funny. day two of the tournament or whatever. They, they had forgotten to, to do write. it. And so instead of like apologizing and trying to get to get to do it ASAP. They're just like, they must have been stolen. And then, and then maybe you don't have to answer any of the other questions. If you're just lying initially, they are not the kind of people that would lie. I do. I'm not trying to slander them just in the world of funny little conspiracy theories. I think it'd be hilarious. That would be so funny. This is me trying to give something to our discord. When I realized how unsatisfying this answer is. That answer was, uh, Get better, I don't yeah. know, security. What? <laughs> the, the, that answer is like, XOXO, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and when I first told you guys this story, it was like, and tomorrow they check the cameras. And, and it, it was, was yeah, we, I was so excited. <laughs> um, okay, so okay, wrap that up. Or at least, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. cliffhanger where you could end it at season one, or if season two comes, it's like natural, but yeah, you've wrapped up some fine. of the storylines. Uh, should we get into some Reddit? Yeah, let's do it. Well, first, before we do. Yes. Are you and Casey doing anything for today or this weekend? Or? No, so here's the thing. We, I don't think we celebrated it. We didn't celebrate it last year. I don't think we really celebrated it before. If anything, in past years, we've done like maybe like a dinner or something that weekend. 
But then yesterday, Casey, I was like, would you celebrate Valentine's Day? Because he was acting like sarcastically angry about it. And sure. I was like, are you actually mad that I'm not going to be here? Because I agreed to house it. Right. And he was like, I mean, I would celebrate. And I was like, what do you mean you would celebrate? <laughs> it's like saying, like, I could eat. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Like, I figured if I didn't even want to deal with finding a dinner reservation, you definitely didn't want to deal with finding a dinner reservation. Right. And so that's how I learned. My fiance might celebrate Valentine's Day. <laughs> I don't know. I think last year he did buy me like a stuffed animal or something, but that was like partially an inside joke. Uh, so in the grand total of the last three years, the score of Casey spent one night with you and I've spent two. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. We take this seriously. <laughs> I just wanted to record on Valentine's Day for posterity. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It's, and yeah. I, I, Consistency. For the record, I know that the first... Uh, anniversary gift is paper, but that's not going to come until May 31st. This is just our dating have, anniversary. Yeah, um, so I brought her a sleeve of Thin Mints from the Girl Scouts. Which is something Casey may do, might do. He got me cheese one year, and that's really what yeah, all that matters. I think I actually covered him for like the next decade. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. Um, I also bought those Thin Mints outside of my favorite Southern-inspired biscuit restaurant on like Sunday. It's nice to live in a city, y'all. I don't as know how else to say As soon as the Girl Scouts started accepting Venmo, the game changed. They accept a credit card. I got three times the points. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's what 30. What credit card company did they pair up with? <laughs> I think that you can just get a little card reader now. Oh my god! I don't want to be so shocked funny. at all if the Girl Scouts of America okay, were like partnered like, with right, 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 Chase right. or some shit. I don't care. That's funny. All I know is I have you know I'm not concerned about my identity being stolen from the Girl Scouts of America. Yeah. And I have just one box of Thin Mints <laughs> at my house. It's okay. <laughs> Abby bought me and Maddie some. Uh, I think. Last weekend or something, some Samoas. So I have those waiting Cute. for me at somewhere, the gym maybe. <laughs> Whenever I think of cookies, the first place I think is CrossFit. <laughs> well, I she said she would leave them at F45 for us, but now that I'm thinking about it, I was at F45 yesterday, so maybe she's waiting to mm. like ins instead of leaving them there, she'll she'll actually give it to us in person. But nice. I don't know. All right. I have some Samoas waiting for me somewhere. All right, let's get into it. Oh, that all right sounds like I was trying to rush you and I was trying to time like the end of that story is there anything else you want to say about your Samoas thanks for asking you're welcome <laughs> I'm kidding I'm a listener now <laughs> sometimes <laughs> Jesus I guess I'd just be lying on tonight's episode <laughs> first story am I the asshole for telling my friends dating facts Oh. Such a obscure, yeah, That's pointed. So right. Yeah. My good friend and I were talking about her dating life. She's been trying to find a partner for some years now and doesn't like to date a lot because of the time investment. Her girl. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so many stories are already popping up. <laughs> I'm like her quote unquote girlfriend that she complains to, and I'm happily enjoying the gossip. So she got really frustrated with her last date. And so I asked her, what exactly is she looking for? She proceeds to tell me what her preferences are. She wants a man who makes $200,000 or more a year. Holy sh... Does not have children. Does it say how old these people are? Does not have children. Never married. Six feet tall and older than her. And she's 37. 
that's a lot of demands. It's actually uh, just just quite a long list. Yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> I feel like half the things I learned that I wanted came after I had them. Right, likes me, I like them. That's those two are really hard. Gets me actually. cheese for Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, that no, was no. how I knew. No, no, no. Those first two right now, I don't. <laughs> I know, like they really like really hard. Right, exactly. We're both like, yeah, that's so hard to get to these days. Um, <laughs> I said that's perfectly fine. However, here's the math in that. Oh no! I, God, this feels like so many of our friends. This feels like something I would immediately do. Yeah, it feels like all of our friends who have masters in math and science and engineering and Lydia and I being like well you know what's a prime number (laughs) exactly (laughs) shocking so much about her anyways so uh here's some of the numbers that I pulled I pulled up one of those dating calculators and I showed it to her she thought that was about four percent of the men out there so she's interested in dating about four percent of the men i said it's actually 0.02 percent and out of that poll maybe half she will be attracted to so she wasn't mad but then i said the other challenge is men like that have more options than a 37-year-old oh. single mom with an oh. eight-year-old son living in an apartment uh, who also has a, I'm using a different word than the original poster, said complicated relationship with her son's father. Oh. I didn't say it mean. I just laid Wait, down okay, so the facts. Well- Oh, we can talk about this after you finish reading their story. Do you want? Do I need to clarify that no, last no, no, paragraph? No, no, though? no, okay. no. You, so that annoyed her. She wasn't no angry, like yelling at me, but her tone definitely changed and said, "I didn't need to be so blunt." Her <laughs> body language also completely shifted to uncomfortable. Anyway, I don't think I'm the asshole. One of my friends I told this to said I wasn't being one, but it was an asshole thing to say. Was there a more tactful way to say that? Should I need to be more tactful? Please don't bash her. She's a great woman, but dating has sucked for her since COVID. That's fair. Can you read again what her list of things that she wants and her partner are? So the criteria to yeah. date her, if you want to be my lover, you, you got to make $200,000, have no kids, never be married, six foot tall and older than her. She's 37. That actually really fit into the song that nicely. Did. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I feel like her her current situation and her wants for a partner mm-hmm. don't really line up. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Sure. I don't think the the person who wrote it is an asshole for talking about the statistics. I think that person is then crossed, started towing the line, definitely, or went over the line when they said, people that you're looking for have other options. Right. I actually think they then fully stomped across the line. Yeah. When they're like, why would they like you? Let's list your statistics for a second. Yeah. Like, you can say the statistics and that's fine. Like, that could be like an interesting thing or maybe change her mindset. But instead of changing her mindset now, she's like, well, fuck you. (laughs) I also think certain elements of that is like a life I would like to build with somebody, you know? I, at least I think I'm specifically kind of talking about the money and income aspect of it. Yeah. It's like, 
I don't, I don't know. It's like the list is actually kind of crazy. The list is insane of things that she wants. As a person who's actively dating right now, <laughs> I can tell you that list, if you get two of those four things. That's great. That's second date material right there. You and can I'm work on some of that. Not saying that she's not worth it and all that more yeah. and then a bag of chips. What I am saying is there might be five men in the country that fall into that pool. Yeah, that are actually looking for a partner at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Because for the record, I actually don't think her background totally disqualifies her. No. Right? Like a person who, I think I've experienced this myself in some of the people I've met, a person who has found success in their career doesn't necessarily need that in a partner. Mm-hmm. Right? And I certainly know people who are second fathers or like stepfathers to children that they are not biologically connected to, but have raised and they find a lot of joy and wonderful love in having this family. Right? And you can kind of I just I don't think her child's a, a disqualifier. No, I don't, I don't think, think so anything about her is a disqualifier. I don't think anything about her is a disqualifier. I'm a little it's a little annoying and maybe we're hearing this secondhand right. and so maybe that list isn't how she delivered it. It's weird to me that the income came first. And then everything <laughs> that followed are then things that that person cannot work on or change. Right. You know, because, like, if you if you had asked me what I wanted in college and granted this was like when I was a lot younger, it would have been like like, I would prefer someone that's tall, someone that, like, can hold a conversation, is interesting, like, funny. Boy, you cashed out, huh? Good for I really you. Did. Casey's great. Uh, yeah, Casey's <laughs> great. <laughs> but, like, I don't think, I think all of the, like, personality aspects would come before, like, well, I want them to be, like, well off in life. Sure. Like, that's great. That's, like, a good thing to have, but that can come second, you know? Right. And that, like, can come after they get married I to could you. almost even forgive listing the annual salary if that was the first like binary data point and yes. everything else was like makes me laugh mm-hmm. and has a good sense and style which is much more subjective yes. but the next three things she also said are check if yes like and, is, and that's not something that they either lie right, or not like right you could have very much been like you know never married a little bit taller than me mm-hmm. around my age or a little bit older and i don't know really successful in their career two hundred thousand dollars just feels like an odd number to me too it's it's a lot yeah but at the same time like once you hit the six-figure mark, I do get the impression that the raises, I mean, because a 10% raise at that point is sure. significant. Sure, it's sure, not sure. like a small jump anymore. And I think it, it gets pretty easy to get up there. But that's also like, I would just say six figures at that point <laughs> and just kind of let it go. Like 200,000 sure. is, you're right, it's very specific. Right. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I think... Because we have to we have to render a verdict. Yeah. Asshole or not the asshole? I, well, the question was, am I the asshole for telling my friend dating statistics? Dating the, facts. Dating facts. Those the facts that she they delivered the like statistics at first, not the asshole, but the, what they said after makes them. The I asshole. think they are viewing that second portion as part of the dating facts. Though. Oh, that's not a fact though. That's fucking subjective. Right. I think. <laughs> I think they're the asshole. Yeah. I think they didn't perhaps set out that way. No, I think they came up, they wanted to truly right. like be nice and help change their like mindset around right. it, but they, they went too far. They also have fully enjoyed the gossip the entire time. Yeah. It, at, 
yeah. First paragraph, they're like, we talk about it, and I love being privy to it, right? It'd be another thing if it was like, this person's kind of always coming to me with their dating situations, and it's not really something that's super interesting to me anymore, or it's personally frustrating. And so I said something that was maybe maybe a little rude or uncouth, but I think it's going to end it. But no, you're like right in there with it. And also the fact that they were like, and they have a messed up relationship with their their uh, child's father. Right. Like, Different wording in the original Yeah, post, we but... didn't need to know that, technically. <laughs> right, right, 100%. Like, that was you trying to justify your own actions, and that should indicate to you that maybe uh, you, you screwed this one up, babes. We have, I mean, I'm sure you felt this way about me. I know we have collectively felt this way about <laughs> anyone. Any, I mount something to Maya. <laughs> Many people in our lives where it's like, this person in front of you is perfect for you and has checked off any box you have ever told me. What do you mean you're not interested? It's so infuriating. What do you, what do you mean you have fallen for the straight cashier at natural at natural <laughs> grocers or at sprouts when a person who has asked you how your day was is right there in front of you so i get that too where it's like i'm From so friend, frustrated it's yes. like a weird vantage point where you can't be like what the fuck are you doing exactly i'm like you don't need someone that makes two hundred thousand dollars you need someone that isn't gonna make you run away in three months <laughs> It's so real. You need someone who I don't have to hear you cry about <laughs> the second night of Pride. That's who you need. That Do you know who you need? You need someone who, when they lose interest in you, if they do, if they lose interest in you, you need someone who will just communicate that in a healthy way. Not in the myriad of, no offense, shitty ways ever. <laughs> people have broken up with our friends, and I'm sure we haven't heard about it. Our friends have broken up with other people, you know? Yeah, um, and next to that, maybe before that, you need a therapist. <laughs> A therapist. There's only so much work I can do. Men will literally fall for the cashier at Sprouts rather than go to therapy. (laughs) That has a different sexuality than them. Did you see... Sorry, whole genre. Pause for 10 seconds. You're fine. We're recording. Um, Did you see... It's a trend on TikTok right now. I don't know if it's going to last two, three weeks. Yeah. But this is a person who goes... Stitch this if you have legitimately funny trauma. And I don't mean like, ha, 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 okay, trauma. I mean like, on paper, objectively, a hilarious story. (laughs) And then the creator, and I'm so sorry, we'll try to tag you in the notes. The name's not coming to my mind. This is not me. Just want to make sure that's clear. But she goes... I'll go is first. Is it Brennan Lee Mulligan? It is Brennan Lee Mulligan. Very good. Everyone can now stab me in the eye. Um, sorry. Sorry. If you're a new listener, reel that was strange. I'm going to reel back in. Um, don't know where that came from. She goes, I'll go first. My dad left me, uh, my three siblings, and my mom to become a break dancer in his 50s. <laughs> so what you need is a man that won't do that. That. <laughs> the bar is on the ground. The creator's TikTok video Which is like, where the break dancer is, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> she goes he was on like good morning america and cbs sunday morning and everyone was like <clears throat> up next the inspiring story of a man who learned to dance in the second half of life that's up next um and he was like competitively like a good nationally yeah. he was on dancing with the stars for a couple episodes fully abandoned his entire <laughs> he didn't go out for milk he went out for these streets 
at one point she like shares a text in this TikTok and it's like, um, here's a text message from my dad. Hey sweetie, lost track of dates. Happy birthday? Question mark. <laughs> And the next text is a link to one of his videos. You need a man who won't do that to you. I wish my trauma was that funny. <laughs> then it. you could stitch too. Yeah. It'll just be sadder. I think a solid first one. Mm-hmm. I have two more lined up. Am okay. I, do you have I one? I have one. Let's hear yours. It's a little longer. I didn't go down the route of um, dating stories. I went down the route of breakups. That's so Maya core. <laughs> Duh. As long as you're not talking about the ocean. Anything is entertaining. I have almost listened to all of Devil in the Details yeah. today. I was giggling was, while I was, was editing it. it. It was, was funny. <laughs> At one point I turned to Casey. I was like, this one's good. <laughs> I still have to edit all the reels for it. But I have right now just a compilation of all of my reactions. <laughs> Every was... now and then we'll listen to an episode. And a lot of times it's like, okay, yeah, that came out pretty all right. I can be okay with that. Yeah. But this is one where I'm like... Actually, I'm proud of how I layered it, and I'm so proud of the reaction I got out of you during it. I was like, boy, I really found found my niche, and now I can't come back to it for a while, because I have to... Do something else, yeah. I'm hoping Fermi's Paradox is me bouncing back. Mm. We'll see. Um, bouncing back from what? You've had some great episodes. I don't know. When, once I edit the Fermi's Paradox one, I'll feel better about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. Okay, so am I the asshole for not taking my buddy's side in a breakup? Oh, okay. I'm actually starting this one on the fence. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, You won't be on the fence real fucking quick. Mm, Okay. Um, My buddy, let's call him Ben, and his girlfriend of two years just broke up. They got into an argument after she informed him that she stopped taking birth control. Ben said that she, quote, blindsided him with this Mm. information and that he, quote, can't stay hard with condoms on oh okay sorry there's just uh, nope i'm gonna hold it all but just hold on say it with me hey kiddo that's a wild wild thing thing you you just said said. a lot of people are gonna have different reactions Reactions. to what you just said and i'm telling you that's wild that's crazy that's crazy what you just said to me um if you have kids in the car i'm i haven't actually read the rest of this i just like maybe heads up yeah heads up um So it will ruin their sex life Mm. because he now has to wear condoms. But what got him most mad was that she decided to stop taking birth control without talking it over with him. And she can't be making huge decisions like that on her own without consulting him. She did not like how mad he got about Mm. it. And it turned into an extremely ugly argument that ended with her breaking up with him. Ben was devastated and wanted a few guys and me to meet him at his bar. He told the story and all of my buddies were on his side. I was kind of shocked. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I I told him that it sucks he got dumped and I feel bad, but at the same time, he was in the wrong here. I went on about how taking birth control is totally up to her and he can be bummed by the decision because sex without condoms is way better, but if she doesn't want to take birth control, it's her choice. I have a wife and lots of female friends, and I've heard countless rants on why birth control sucks and taking it can be a nuisance. It's not like she told him about it mid-sex. She told him Mm. right away. Then I said half-jokingly, although it's kind of accurate, quote, I love you, man, but that was toxic AF. And yes, I've said it like that to be comically a dick. He did not take my response well. (laughs) He did not like my response and said I was being an asshole. 
My one friend took me to the side and said that, quote, this is no time to act act woke and that a bro always takes the bro's side in a breakup. It's not like I plan on being friends with her and ditching my friend. I'm still gonna be friends with him. I just now know he has some warped opinions on birth control etiquette and can't hold a boner in condoms. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe I did pick the wrong time to point out that he was in the wrong. Maybe I should have just empathized with him for losing his girlfriend. I kind of feel like I broke the bro code for a trivial reason and I could have just said, that sucks and moved on. There's a couple edits. The first, or this one edit. Actually, the second edit is just a TLDR. There's one edit. I feel like I should clarify this because it seems to be something brought up in a lot of the comments. She told him the day she stopped. It wasn't like she hadn't been taking it and just told him now. She stopped the day she told him. Guess I should have just said she stopped taking birth control. Poor wording on my part. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, that edit's crucial because that's the one thing that I was on the fence for. Um yeah, you're not the asshole at all. No. Not the asshole at all. Uh, we need more men like that. Yes, as soon as you say, I have a wife and lots of female friends, that's that's kind of a green flag. Well, to also, me. the green flag for me is like, hey, what you did is actually kind of dangerous or manipulative or controlling toxic. and toxic. Yeah. 100%. But everything that falls under that too and like i don't think that's the kind of person you want to be that's mm-hmm. not the kind of person we want out there because if they're then receiving all that feedback instantly in their group that yeah. what they did is it's fine like in an echo chamber that their peers are saying like yeah that's totally cool no yeah because ultimately what would have been the compromise in that relationship like she wants to stop taking it that's her prerogative i fully think like if you want to stop taking birth control stop like right. it's it it's messed up. Like the side effects are crazy. Right. It has like, I mean, we covered the person who invented yeah. it. Like it's, it's has a weird history. It does. And there are other options, but all Completely of those options. We covered it know, for a second yeah. to you said, and for like the last 10 seconds, I've been like, Oh yeah, we did. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I did. <laughs> Most of the other options that are like acceptable right now by like straight men are all women hormonal birth control. Right. And that's like, no matter what she's on, she's going to have those side effects. And if she doesn't want those side effects, sorry, bro. Like you're going to need something. I think for him, Mm -hmm. if this relationship, if this friendship ends because of this, Mm-hmm. I mourn the loss of the immediacy of that friendship and yeah. I celebrate the fact that what you expect out of your friends is different. I have said this to my own students. I've said this to other people. I've said this to my my siblings and my family. One of the things I value most about our group, our community that we have here, and I think people who've listened to us for a couple episodes cue in on it pretty quickly, yeah. is that we are always in love honest Mm -hmm. with each other Mm -hmm. and that when I go to you guys with a true question or dilemma or like situation I'm trying to navigate through I know that Mm -hmm. what you guys tell me is going to be true it's going to be your honest take on it that you are considering my feelings in the way you say it to me but not considering my feelings in what it is that you ultimately need to say to me yeah and that's that is like so invaluable right i think that's what everyone really wants and he clearly was in a friendship where that wasn't the relationship that wasn't the dynamic you this know it's a thing with like straight male friends i've yes. noticed this with, like some of casey's friends too where he doesn't feel like he can be vulnerable with them about certain things mm-hmm. and it's it's like that because they just want to 
protect this like little bro code that they have going on and that bro code includes like some really toxic behavior at some point and i feel like this is part of that where like even if one of the other friends maybe agreed with him they weren't gonna say that at that point and like the one friend took him aside and was like bro that wasn't okay right not the I disagree with you. Yeah, but what not you like said in that let's moment. have a conversation about yeah. it. Instead, he was like, "That was a stupid thing to do," and it's like, I don't know. No, the the OP is not the asshole. Yeah, by all accounts, he should probably get a new friend group. Yeah, and I also think too, there's all these Valentine's Day posts right now about celebrating female relationships. Hell yeah! And I this it was like an 11 p.m. text message, or I thought it'd be weird to just send it to you and like Lydia and a couple other people. <laughs> and I was like, oh, just hold on, do it, or whatever. But I do really think one of the things I'm so grateful for mm-hmm. when it comes to being queer is that I get a chance to, in some way, participate in these female-centered female relationships. relationships. Yeah. And my brother and sister-in-law have spent time around us, and they've both commented that the thing that they love is the like depths of our conversations that yeah. we can have with each other. That's my favorite part about having like older friends, too, because... <laughs> I feel like it's an SNL skit where it's like, oh weekends like, bro, bro yeah. yeah. There's the, oh, God. I cut you off. I want to pause there. Sorry. What were we going to say? Yeah. Well, uh, when we were at my cousin's ski trip, so the cousins that were there, Jordan and Chan, um, I had met them several times while I was really young. And, but then I didn't really know them at all through like my high school or their high school really. And so they had an understanding that I was younger than them. I don't think, I think Jordan kind of knew because he lives in Denver. So like we do interact more. Um, now, but Chandler and Gabby <laughs> had no idea. Or like personally offended. Yeah, because we were waiting for dinner at some point, uh, and Casey was doing that thing where he complains about how old he is because <laughs> he does that. And I was like, like "You a are storms coming, my knees yeah. make a noise, <laughs> like, babe. You are objectively the youngest person here, correct? By quite a bit. Yes. Uh, and Gabby turned to me and went, wait, how old are you guys? <laughs> and I looked at her and I went, 24 and 25. And she went, what? <laughs> the next day, she was still mad at me. Yes. About it. She was like, don't act, don't think I've forgotten. You better get your ass up on that mountain. <laughs> yeah. You better get your butt to that opera ski. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, yeah. Oh. And so we were, I was like. We were kind of talking about it and like about how the friends that we've made outside of graduating college have all been quite a bit older than us. And I don't know if that's like who we are as people or or what, but I feel like we're more inclined to hang out with like people that aren't our age because sometimes Casey's Casey's college friends are great. They have their pros, but sure. there's some moments where I'll like be hanging out with you and Lydia or I'll hang out with Maddie and Abby and then I hang out with them and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> What? (laughs) There's this argument for nature versus nurture. Mm -hmm. I am oftentimes, my mom and I, when we call each other, we just kind of compare social calendars for the next week. Yeah. I'll be like, well, then we're going to the Petersons. It's like, totally get it. I'm getting dinner with the Bohawks. And she's like, well, and then the next day we're going to the basketball game. I was like, yeah, no, me and Maya are going to go to a show downtown. And it's just like, we're not bragging or trying to one-up each other. We're just just talking about the week. And so that has always felt a bit more like nature. Or I guess, is that nurture, maybe? Parents raise us? Anyways. 
being in Las Vegas for my younger <laughs> straight brother's bachelor oh, yeah. party where there's 13 of us. And that means there's me. <laughs> and then there's 12 others that are in kind of three or four different like smaller groups that have all come together. Yeah. And watching my brother very kind of Have specifically, to like change the way he like kind of interacts with Not everybody. change the way he interacts mm-hmm. is, but it was, it almost looked like he was rehearsing for his own wedding. He was like doing table touches with each group and we would walk between casinos. It's and really you know, cute. Vegas is like, it's a really long strip yeah. and my brother would manage to somehow or another like start at the front and then he'd be the last one into the casino by the time we'd gotten there because he'd had ended up with like Griffin. a solo conversation I That's know so I know and I think part of it is because he has a lot of friends that aren't straight men <laughs> I think he's like he's learned a little bit I think so yeah. and just and not <laughs> I realize now it sounds like 20 minutes we're both like aren't straight men awful you and I both on the record loving them um, yeah <laughs> It's just, I think these social dynamics in situations that you go to live in mm-hmm. can be very constrictive if there's not a little diversity in the people that are there in if, it. Yeah, because like some of some of the friends that we've had have really been in like echo chambers since they were like in high school. Right. And so they they haven't gotten a chance to hang out with people of color. Huh? <laughs> or hang out oh. with other like some of them are still like they're fine with like people of different sexualities like they're totally fine with it friends some of or like some of them but like uh, some of them are like totally fine with it but they're still like a little uncomfortable just because they don't spend time it's new yeah it's like still new to them they don't really know it's like when you meet someone that's non-binary for the first time and you like have to like over sure act like the pronoun switch right it's like that but then it's like so funny it's like are you being like really accepting or are you like a little homophobic one of my favorite things about being gay is identifying that a little bit yeah and then saying a gay joke that that person gets to be in on not out on and then it's like welcome brother welcome (laughs) welcome come on in (laughs) well i would just i would just call my friend really particular (laughs) (laughs) it's like he's not gay but like you could believe it if you saw him Didn't I call your cousin homophobic like 10 minutes into uh, meeting him? Yeah, yeah he's, but in a lovely he's way. He's very chill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to call him. I was like talking to Casey about Chandler because he hadn't met Chandler yet. Okay. Uh, and it's like, yeah, Chandler's a lot like Jordan, but with like far fewer sticks up his ass. <laughs> they still quote it back to well, me. Well, you know why. It's that traveling bidet. <laughs> Listen, you don't need to have been at the dinner to know what that joke was. It's a traveling bidet. (laughs) Okay, well, you pull up the next one. I'm going to refresh my wine. Okay. Yeah, when Kelsey and Edgar leave when they were younger, they used to wreak havoc. And so the remnant of that, now that they're older, is that Bo still has to get his trazodone at night when they're gone. He'll so these pillows all have to go up on the crate at night because sometimes Bo will decide, um, he actually hates one of them. He actually hates everything, and he will drag them outside <laughs> and destroy them. Kelsey actually just has a bunch of these pillows downstairs. It's actually really considerate that he destroys them outside. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, before, when they were still pretty young, this was like right when I was just starting to watch them. Okay. Um, one of my friends was watching them overnight, and they escaped. Nice. And they, that they ran. That's terrifying. Yeah, especially because... They are runners? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, yeah. When I was watching them for Kelsey's wedding, um, I don't remember what we were doing. Someone opened the door for too long. We were at like an Airbnb, and I was watching the dogs for them. And someone opened the door for too long, and Bo ran. Sure. And I was running through <laughs> this fucking mountain town, like... 
Kelsey's wedding is like tonight. Right. We can't lose her dog. She's going to kill wedding. me. Like I need to go into the witness protection program if I lose this dog right now. But this is them as puppies. Oh. We'll get to, this was for so the cute. Broncos Super Bowl, I think. Nice. Cute I colors. Broncos colors. I love this. That's how you can tell them apart because Kaya has the thing down her face. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, as we jump back into the episode two. I was talking to my parents who were in town this last weekend, and um, my mom goes, you guys are just, all your episodes are like over two hours now. And I'm like, yeah. And mom's like, no, I want like 42 minutes. I want like a tight little story. And it's my mom wants to support and also needs us to be an easier thing to check off her (laughs) list. (laughs) She goes, I never know how to walk that long. And I don't know how to tell her that she's just kind of supposed to listen to it in parts. Or just you know? like go on two walks. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Over, you have a week. Right. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, so mom's like, you guys have <laughs> too long of episodes. And I go, hey, I hear you. And I, I do value your feedback. My mom, that's also where we get it from. Mom and dad have never, especially as adults, shielded their honest opinion. They've been kind about it, but you can always. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. What's that like? <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was making a callback to this episode, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. So anyways, uh, so anyways, I look at my mom, and I go, so all of the other feedback we've gotten mm-hmm. has said no. Yeah, <laughs> all the feedback we've gotten, we have never once had a complaint about a long episode. Right, exactly. I think there's been times where people have maybe been like, great, this is going to be a couple days. Right. Otherwise, we get people that are like, thank God it's three hours. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I My favorite history podcast mm-hmm. is the Dan Carlin Hardcore History Pod, mm-hmm. Podcast. And he does a great job of putting them together. Mm-hmm. And before we were podcasters that feels weird to say it does feel weird to say but you, i mean we make some money i feel like we're officially we do podcasters. i mean it's a lot better than it was we, we have a nice camera now and i'm in camera that's yeah crazy. i have my phone with me because it's <laughs> not so recording <laughs> um anyways before we were podcasters I'm i in camera shut the fuck up i was doing my best i know and it's just kind of funny it's just gonna be how it is forever uh there's like six lights on us right now we mm-hmm. groan we groan Mm-hmm. I even like our little backlight right now. Mm-hmm. Don't look like they didn't know what it was for. I listen. Um, I don't. I don't know a lot, but I listen. Anyway, so Dan Carlin puts out two or three episodes a year, and it's never enough. Uh, but each yeah. episode's like four or five hours long. They're like production, right? Yeah. And so for a really long time, I'm like, well, oh, of course, like. Mm-hmm. Of course, it takes that long to get that much out. Yeah. And like in one month, we'll put out 10 hours of content sometimes. And now I'm like, okay, Dan Carlin. All right. Pull it together. But, you know, he's also. What do you have, a day job? <laughs> yeah. He's an author and a couple of, And also, his stuff is really well sourced and researched. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you get out of that episode, out, out of those episodes, is a really cool. I'm such a history nerd. I'm sorry. No, I get it. I'll just wrap it up. Really good perspectives. And I've appreciated yeah. it. You can tell anytime he does an episode, it's like, Oh my man, you read at minimum four books on this yeah. topic and pulled yes. quotes out of each one, and that's obviously a huge. Those time are really commitment. cool. And, well, yeah. So I love true crime podcasts, right? There's a few that I really love, and that's why we drink like my favorite murder, right. crime junkie, and there's like other funny ones like wine and crime and stuff. And the, they they tend to do just like stories, but 
my favorites, and maybe I said a couple that are actually investigative journalists, but my favorites are the investigative journalist podcasts because those ones, like they'll only produce like a season and maybe they're only five episodes, but like you get their, them as they're like knocking on the door of like the suspect trying to get answers and stuff. And then you also get like the production value. There's like background noises and like all this shit. And it's like, Oh my God. I want you to know with true sincerity, Uh I have thought, Probably not this summer because yeah. we're still growing. But next summer, mm-hmm. on my summer break, doing a do limited one? series, Hell yeah. like for Well I Laughed or within yeah. the Well I Laughed universe or we can do like a, whatever, yeah, a little Denver history or something. You that know, would give be me cool. a month, uh, bring in my some of my friends who are journalists and things like that, kind of do it. I think that'd be so much we can fun. Go to like the mall. I think I like doing like a vlogging kind of like podcast would be a fun challenge. Oh, see for yes, but yes. like with. Yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. My dream would have been like, <clears throat> I'm standing here where 145 years ago, the last known remnant, like it's like a long history podcast where I'm like interviewing the descendants and yeah. like looking at artifacts or maybe it's something a lot more like shit town where I like get to know and I can kind of embed. I don't know. All of this is just yeah, dreams no, right it. now. It's episode three of the theme. It's our free form episode is what I'm trying to say. That would be fun. That'd be really fun. Uh, please do that once we have a editor on payroll. Yeah. Yeah. Or I have learned how, <laughs> how to, to edit. edit. Yeah. That's also uh, possible. During yeah. your summer, we can teach you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, shall we jump back into it? Yes. Let's do it. Oh, before I, I, I mentioned a lot of true crime podcasts, but not like some of the like the investigative journalist podcasts that I listen to. Uh, if you're looking for any of those, there's um, In My Backyard or something like oh. that. It's about the murder that happened in California. Um if you're into true crime, you'll recognize it immediately. It was a long time unsolved case. It was a long time cold case that this guy did. Um, there's also the deck, the deck investigates. There is something was wrong. Season one of something is wrong was phenomenal. Counterclock is good. These are all recommendations from my hairstylist. I'm now realizing, uh, <laughs> counterclock is really good. The deck female in- relationships are the most important oh relationship. Sorry, I-, I just assumed she's no, a woman. She, yeah, oh, she it's, is. yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, it's our friend. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The first time I went into her salon, I was like, I don't know, like if I should like keep going to like this hairstylist, like it's expensive to like get your hair done. I want to support small businesses. And then we started talking about true crime and I was like, great, this is going to be something I spend my money on. This is my forever person. This is, yeah. I don't care how expensive she is. This is what we're <laughs> doing now <laughs> okay you can continue um so third episode sorry third story from reddit and we have one more after this am i the asshole for walking out on a guy on a date no never <laughs> never here it is respect your time Queen. so this just happened and i'm now discussing it with my flatmate so we're in the uk mm-hmm. uh who has a different view than me we figured we'd see how Reddit feels. I, 32 female, just met a guy, 38 male, for a date. We started talking two days ago on Bumble, and he suggested we meet up after work for drinks today. We didn't speak much on the app. He said he preferred to go straight out for a drink, and I'm the same way, especially after 30, that's super common. Yes. Um, if you're 19, 20, 21, one of our college listeners, a little pen pal's cute. Uh, FaceTime ASAP. That's my that's my life <laughs> advice for your 20s. FaceTime ASAP. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I met him outside the bar around 5.30 p.m. right after work. Mm-hmm. And we went inside for a drink. He seemed nice, relaxed, and chill. 
We sat down and talked for a bit about the bar and the holiday that I'd just gotten back from. I love the British vacation. Holiday. (laughs) All fine, but then it got weird. Oh. After the topic came, after that topic came to an end, I asked him how his day was. He said something like, yeah, fine, a bit long and stressful, but I'm glad it's the weekend soon. So I followed up with, so what do you do? Yeah. And after that, he didn't say anything for a second, looked at me sort of aggressively, and then just said that quickly. Because he wants to know, or he thinks she cares about what he makes. I said something like, sorry? Because seriously, what the fuck is that as an answer? Yeah, like, what do you do? That's what she wrote in the audit. And he goes, then he said in a very aggressive, honestly, almost angry voice, you're just interested in how much money I make. Is that it? I hate men. I was so taken aback. I just said, okay, down my drink and walked out. I just got back and told my flatmate about it, who is also male. His perspective is that he's been out with girls who were just interested in his money and that maybe it was a sensitive point for that guy. And I should have clarified that I was asking out of interest rather than walking out. My point of view is that it's a normal question you ask when you meet someone for the first time and that his response was a red army of flags and walking out was the right call. Am I the asshole? No, absolutely not. If your first response is going to be a trauma response and you're then putting it on someone that you just met, that is immediately a red flag for the rest of your relationship. It doesn't matter if you could have explained yourself and you would have calmed down. That's like an immediate, like you need therapy. If like something has happened to you where you are that triggered by someone asking you what you do, which for the record is a very normal question to ask. That's something that you spend 40 or more hours of your week doing or less, I guess, if you're an entrepreneur or whatever, but like, That's not a weird question to ask because it does take up a lot of your time. It's similar to asking, what do you do in your free time? Right. And for him to then assume the worst about her because she asked a normal question is messed up. She could have absolutely given him more chances. I think it's her prerogative to then decide that she doesn't need to spend her time anymore with him. I think a huge thing, too, Mm -hmm. is he had just shared that work had been stressful yeah and that he was looking forward to the weekend it's not so even like yeah. already kind of talking about work it's not even that she like just brought it up out of the no. blue like they sat down and she was like so what do you do right Which also very normal progression especially of a date. if we both agree let's meet after, after work. work for drinks one of my favorite pastimes is going on walks with my dogs around <laughs> 5 30 or 6 i know that i don't know what's going to come next but i already know that that is a big pastime for i you. love that because <laughs> you get to see especially on like monday tuesday wednesday because you see all the because i live in a trendy part of denver and so there's a lot of trendy bars sure so i see all the people going in for their dates oh absolutely and i love trying to do. like point out because i'll be walking don't go to dates on friday or saturdays do not waste a friday and saturday oh on the God, date we'll get to bed by I mean, like, if you're going to do it, do, like, earlier. I don't know. But if you're... Also, just don't do it. Um, But it's really funny to, like, pick out the girls and guys that are, like, very clearly going on a date and those who are just, like, going out with, like, their longtime partner. Like, me and Casey, I'm wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt. And this girl that I'm assuming is on a first or second date is, like, in the cutest little outfit ever. 
it's just so funny to me. And Casey and I love eavesdropping on first dates. So if you ever see us and you're on a first date, move tables. You're because all, we're listening. I'm listening. <laughs> Casey's not listening. I should tell you. I'm listening and I will debrief Casey later. <laughs> because sometimes I'll look at him and they'll like look over at the table and be like, like wide eyes. Like, are you listening to this? And Casey's like, oh, I haven't been. But there's a couple times where we're both listening and we're both looking at each other like, oh, you didn't just say that. One of my favorite roles to play mm -hmm. for the people in my life is the role of social husband. I'm not financial husband. I'm not. Why do you think I invited him to cause drinks with my <laughs> no, cousin and then bought the drink? <laughs> I'm, not, also. I'm not romance husband. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Husband. Yeah, I am social husband. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many plays Jacob has not had to go to? Exactly. Do you know how many stories you won't need to catch me up on? Because we will both just pretend be to be there. on our phones together. Yes. yes. I think totally normal to ask them what they do for work. Yeah. Now, if you had just finished talking about a vacation you were on, and, then, and I went, so what do you do? That's weird. That's weird. But It's also not strange for a first date, though, no. because like sometimes there's awkward silences, and you have questions in your mind of, like, what do we ask on first dates? Well, there's also this... <laughs> maybe this is now controversial. Let us know. But I actually do think you do learn more about a person when you find out what they do and what brought them there. If it's like, yeah. oh, I always had the skills in college. I wasn't sure what to do. This was something I could do. And now that's what I do. That's totally fine. This is what I was raised doing. My parents did it. That's totally fine. This is what I do. And I'm like super passionate about it. I want to know that. Mm -hmm. This is what I do. And I get value from it because of my, my interaction. I want to know that. I, and even if you're doing your yes. job just for the money, I still want to know like, right. The reason behind your why you're doing that job in the first place, you know, like as Dr. Brene Brown has said, someone count the times you said that, please. <laughs> please listen to all hundred hours of this. <laughs> uh, I have never met a wholehearted person who was miserable at work, and yeah. that's something that I want to know myself. Yeah, I'm not saying that every day you have to be obsessed with your job. I know I'm lucky that mm -hmm. I really do love my day job. I think I would struggle to be with someone long-term who truly, Monday through Friday, during the day, hated every second of it. So I want to know. I, I want to know, know when we're getting hold yeah, of getting exactly. to know each other. I, yeah. What do you do? Your job does not need to be your passion project. Right. It can be something that you do that you get like a base amount of like dopamine out of or right. literally money. Right. That's fine. I think if the guy was like looking for a moment to think that she was like in it for the money. Mm -hmm. He could have waited until the check came and then been bitter. But like, even then that's still toxic behavior. 100%. Like I've seen so many interactions between women and men where the man pays and then he expects her to come home with him right. or something like that. It's like you, like, I want to point out that's true also in the gay community too. Yeah, that yeah, becomes yeah, like yeah. a whole ball. I think it's that's a whole thing in like dating, in dating, yes. especially in straight relationships. It tends to most often be the man that like, it's, it's most common for the men to like, feel like they need to pay and like, a lot of my friends, my female friends at least, have made a point to like never let that happen right. and always split the check or at least like Casey and I's first date, he paid for the food, I paid for the drinks. I lost that deal because Casey can drink a lot. <laughs> you can also eat a lot. I don't know how you thought you were going to win that deal. <laughs> I spent way more money at the bar <laughs> than, I, than he spent on food, I think. I actually don't remember. But um, yeah, it's just you can't... First dates, you can't... Yeah. I don't think you can figure someone out 
that quickly by them trying to get to know you, yeah. you know, like you had that first date experience where someone tipped poorly. Yes. And that says a lot about who yes. they are. That's their actions. Wasn't that's even not, that big of a bill. Yeah. That's not even like them. Like, I don't know, like you asked something and they responded right. poorly. That was just like their gut response. And right. that's a perfectly good reason to like understand someone's character better. But someone asks, like trying to get to know you. Right. And they just don't know the right questions to ask you because you have specific questions you don't want them to ask. It's like, the immediate flash to anger. That's a huge. That's a huge red too. flag. Yeah. That t- tells me way more about their personality than anything else. And that's. So couple things up. that I'm really proud. Uh, original poster did. First, hear me out. Um, do not waste Friday and Saturdays going on dates. No, yeah. Everyone knows Sunday is errands anyways. Also, Friday and Saturday, you look forward to. And if you're yes. anything like me, you're going to be nervous about going on a first date or right. a second date. Don't do that to yourself. Also, dates end up taking up both the time they've been selected for. And the emotional And energy. the before yeah. and then the after is super hard to plan. And you don't know what you're going to exit out of that. Dates can be great a lot of times. And if they are great, how wonderful is it to go to work the next day having had a wonderful dinner that evening? Yeah. I will say it's probably different for college students because sure. you like have homework and shit and like weekends are the only... I would actually yeah. still argue like if the weekend is your time to recharge and be in your community, don't write that all off for like the dice roll of a date. Go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday... After your main stuff is done. If you go to mines, this dinner. doesn't apply to you. Don't listen to Grant. <laughs> I was a humanities <laughs> We had but, so much homework, Grant. Um, <gasps> go out for the evening. Mm-hmm. That's my first rule. Second rule, you can always leave. That was actually really revolutionary. I remember, what, what movie was it? I don't remember what movie it was, but I left being like, why did I just waste two and a half hours at that movie? I didn't like it. I could have just left. Movies and, are weird dates also. Oh, I, not even on a date. Yeah. I just taken myself to a movie. So it's don't waste a Friday, Saturday if you don't have to. Mine, students excluded. <laughs> Second, you can always leave. Yeah. You can always physically remove yourself from the situation. And the third thing, this is just kind of a general rule. It might be because now I'm like 30 and dating. Just split the check. Unless you guys got something wildly different in prices, Mm -hmm. split the check. Yes. I have enjoyed the freedom of negotiation that provides afterwards. Yeah. And at times when I have picked up the check, because I've done that before, it's fine. But I actually think it then almost creates a weird dynamic It's a power dynamic. Yes, it's 100% that. I just want to be in an equal partnership with all of this. Let's just split the check. And we don't even need to itemize it. If we ordered roughly the same thing, let's just put two cards down. Also, most restaurants now, if you just give them two cards, they know who ordered what. Right. They'll split it for you. Exactly. And so, split the check. Go out on a weeknight. You can always leave. Proud of you. I'm actually, yeah, very proud of this person for leaving. I would have been too socially anxious to right. just walk out. I would have gone through the date and then just never talked to them again. Do you know, you know? what? Did it say that the, we've heard a couple of ages. I wonder, did this post say her age? Um, yeah. Nope, that's not what it was. If it was me in college, there's no way in hell I would have walked out. She is 32. Okay. I think that's part that of makes it, sense, too. Yeah. It's the lived experience of, you do not need to talk to me this way, and I don't need I to sit here I think as you get it. older, you realize your own worth yeah. a lot more, and so it's easier for you to be like, I don't need to spend my time doing this. I have other shit to do. And also, yes. like, look, like your roommate sounds great, but also, mm-hmm. like, gross. Yeah, <laughs> and bit. also, if I can share this one last thing, mm-hmm. this actually might be controversial. I recognize that. I'm also going to go ahead and tee off and say... 
everyone's relationship with alcohol is different mm-hmm. and everyone's on their own journey. If the option is there for you. Coffee date. Yes. If the option is there for you not to drink on that first date, I would strongly encourage you not to. Yeah. I understand it's fun to get drinks, especially if you are physically attracted to this person. If you're kind of like, ooh, like, let's get that vibe going. Also, things like, loosens like that. you up. But right. that's also a dangerous right. part of it. You don't want to realize two hours in, as you start to sober up, that you have been flirtier than you intended to, that you're actually maybe a little less interested in this than you thought you were an hour ago and everything kind of catches up to you. It's also really nice if you're sober for an entire date, doing that recap on mm-hmm. the drive home by yourself. If you're going home by yourself, obviously dates end lots of ways, but if you're doing that drive home by yourself and you're thinking to yourself, was that an enjoyable time? Like, did mm-hmm. I actually enjoy that? It's a lot easier to replay the tape if you are sober for all of it. And so Maybe that's a 30 thing. Maybe that's coming from a position of privilege. I've just found increasingly, I want to try to put myself in a situation where I can stay sober the entire time. Yeah, At least the first date. I did most of my dating um, when I was under 21. So <laughs> so you were never sober. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, exactly. I was either doing coffee dates or I was in my little, little hoe phase. Uh, so I wasn't really going on dates. <laughs> Speaking of little ho face, let me tell you the last story of the night. I'm so excited. The title to this story, Am I the Asshole for Dating Normally? Oh, I think you might be just the way that you said that. <laughs> trying like, to also, justify your behavior. The text is probably too Holy small. shit! It's not actually that long, but they just didn't enter at all I or know. anything. But that's, how else was they supposed to have that's, read that title? That's some type A. Yes. That's not type A is what I should, meant to say. Like, I want to, I space out my texts when they're longer than four sentences. <laughs> uh Here's the text. I'm excited. I, male 29, have been dating a girl that I really like, female 26, for four months. She's a nurse and a paramedic, and I work in a bank. Since we started dating, we would see each other every week, one or two nights. But after a month, it became more so like three or four nights a week at hers or my place. Sometimes, if she is on call, I don't see her for a few days because it disturbs my sleep, too, and she feels bad for it. Sorry, this person did not use a lot of periods. You're good. And she feels bad for it, but uh, she feels bad, but if it's not busy for me, I haven't minded. Oh, if it's not busy, I had time for him. He's like, I don't mind being with him. Yep, there we go. Sometimes she's on call. I don't see her for a few days because it'll disturb my sleep, too, and she feels bad about it. I don't Mm -hmm. always mind it if I'm not too busy, but she cares. We talk every day and say goodnight every day by message, and I initiate it a lot. I'm happy with the time we spend together, and she seemed to be, too. When we first started dating, we would... Are we saying sex? Yeah. Okay. I said condoms. True. (laughs) (laughs) When we first started dating, we had sex on the third date, and we discussed we were both STD tested and clear since our last encounter. Fast forward to now, and she was feeling a bit under the weather and got tested, and it was positive for chlamydia and HPV. I have continued seeing some old friends with benefits when she's been away on nights 
and are not together. And now she is saying, I'm an asshole, as one of them gave them to me. They have now also been tested, and I have too. I have said to her that we never defined the relationship, that I'm poly or ethically non-monogamous, and she said she thought us being together during that time meant we were more serious, and I let her on and risked her health and lied to her by not disclosing it. But I said, that's normal now, and you shouldn't assume anyone is only dating you. She has to have a GYN test to monitor the HPV. She never asked me if I was seeing anyone else, and I never asked her, as it's none of my business, if she's seen anyone else. This is just normal until we define it. And I was thinking we would eventually, but I wasn't ready to just yet, and I wanted more time. I like her, and I don't want to lose her. Am I the asshole? How long were they seeing each other? I think it said four months, but let me confirm. That's still a long time. Four months. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hard. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, if you're non-monogamous or mm. poly, you absolutely need to disclose that pretty early in the relationship, sure. especially before you have sex. Like, I think that's more common in queer relationships to yeah. like disclose that kind of thing. But in straight relationships, you need to disclose if you are actively having sex with someone else. That's a health concern at right. that point. HPV is like, is relatively normal. I feel like it's, especially when you're younger, it works itself out of its system. I had HPV at one point and it worked itself out within like a year or something like that. Chlamydia is like both of those things at once. Right. Seems like a lot. Um, and like, I don't, I've never gone through the treatment for chlamydia or anything like that or HPV, honestly, cause my doctor was like, it's not even worth it. Um, If you're sleeping with someone, you need to tell people if you're sleeping with other people, not because of the monogamy thing or anything like that. Right. Just for safety. Or like you need to be taking precautions about that. Right. Because it does seem like they weren't if she was able to. Right. Yeah. Contract it like that. Because I also didn't really do like have unprotected sex that often. Um, I think because non-monogamy and polygamy are still like not common sure it's better to talk about it early on right before that be- potentially becomes a problem because you don't know what that other person thinks and like if if you're gay or bi and you tell someone that you're dating if you're like dating a man and you're a woman and you tell them you're a bi like they could have a reaction to that that you can't you didn't see coming and right. that could tell them a lot about their character it's just like it's protecting yourself it's protecting them if you're having sex with multiple people you need to be telling them you don't need to tell them like the details right you need to say something about that because yes you like you absolutely fucking risked her health and for you to assume that like well it's normal and i'm just like really with the times and she's not is like kind of a dick thing to do. Oh, it's honestly, it's beyond a dick thing to do. It sounds like pretty early on, yeah. the woman in this post uh, became the OP's primary partner. Yeah. That maybe he wasn't calling her girlfriend, boyfriend, but, but they became primary sexual partner. Yeah. And 
I'm not an expert on ethically non-monogamous. I want yeah. to state that now. Yeah. But communication with a person's primary partner around who else they are sleeping with. Unprotected. And how frequently. Yes. Is, I actually think... Maybe the only true definition of ethical non-monogamy ethical. you can present, right? There it's not is, ethical right, if you're not telling people about it. You can't just it. throw around the ENM title if you just want to sleep around. And no. I want to point out that there is, you know, I'm not here to cast judgment on someone sleeping around, but no. that means that sometimes those actions have consequences you need to for the other people, ready. right? And while this person's intentions may have never been to spread that disease to other people, yeah. and it sounds like they carry some guilt around it. What they need to also carry is some responsibility around Because especially it. men very often don't face right. the symptoms of those two diseases exactly. as well. Like when I found out I had HPV, I told Casey and he got like anxious about it. And he was like, do I need to get tested? There's not even a fucking test. It doesn't fucking matter. What? For men? We're like, oh, it's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like his doctor was like, oh, like, don't even worry about right. it. And right. I was like, what the f- Ugh. Paul and Michelle, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's been a- <laughs> Honestly, this has been a longer episode three than I feel like some of them uh, have yeah, been. We've really gotten yeah. gotten into it. That that last ooh. Because here's the thing. I think too, it starts off with, "Am I the asshole for being totally normal?" Yeah, and it's that's like, immediately okay. a red flag. Right. I don't know how quickly he posted this after he was confronted if it's like she leaves and he's immediately on reddit typing it out i get some emotional language but ladies and gentlemen of the jury let us lay down the facts as they are <laughs> of this totally us. normal dating exactly. procedure op creates a primary partner relationship with someone who had reason to believe they're three to four times a week constituting more than half of the week. Yeah, also, what are you seeing these them, other people? That's also, thank you. What schedule are I'm, you on? I am an extrovert, and I'm like, no. No, I need like, no. three is my max for a week. <laughs> I I was fully laid down, sat on my couch, wrapped up in blankets, and you were like, do you want to come meet my cousins for a little bit last night? And it was almost eight by that point, and I said, of course I do. I will be there. I'm going to have a quiet night in two nights. I... What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> what does it mean? What do you mean? <laughs> also, the whole thing about sometimes she's on call, total victim blaming there. Actually, yes. as I unpack this more, he was like, well, I wouldn't have slept around with other people if, if she, she was, was there available. all the time. <sighs> and also, Gross. regardless of your poly or ENM, even if you're like, I'm going to be having unprotected intercourse with these other partners outside of our relationship, and I want you to know that carries some risks to it. The unprotected part is so crucial right. here. Right. Like, if primary partner understands that's what you're doing and is accepting of the risks, then this all becomes above board. And this is an unfortunate, but at times happens expected. consequence. Yeah. Maybe not always expected. I mean, but like, I don't want to, but like. Understood. Right, almost. This is, okay, we knew this was an option, and now it is what has happened. But this person's whole world got flipped upside down because she found out in the course of like three days she doesn't actually have a boyfriend. She has she two has, diseases right. that she might now have to do something about. And the person who she trusted and who she had been staying with and been forming a relationship with not only had been seeing other people but isn't actually like is sympathetic but is not taking responsibility also blaming for his her. role in it all. It's yes. blaming her for not expecting this. Correct. 100%. I like I I fully accept other sexualities and other sexual orientations and 
other identities and stuff, but you have to acknowledge the normalcy of it. Right. Because if you're, if you're presenting as a straight man, there's nothing to make me believe that your sexual identity is going to be different from straight man unless you tell me that. Right. Or unless you make some indication that like, yes, I'm, I'm not monogamous. You can be straight and polyamorous. Yes, yeah, straight. Sorry, that's the wrong monogamous. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're straight monogamous, like that's going to be what people assume because right. polyamory and like non-monogamy is going to be something that is not expected. Like you need to communicate that shit. Yes, it's not like I can like look at like I have a pretty good gaydar. I do like to judge. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, I'm still shocked. Just sometimes. watching that wine go further and further down, Maya's. I'm pretty good at telling who's gay. There's a little shoulder shimmy if you're not on YouTube. Listen, ask Casey. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> it's if I'm attracted to you. That's indicator number one. I am just right now remembering we're on Patreon. We're not currently no, we're on Patreon. Not. I about ripped out some real secrets. <laughs> gonna go ahead and put those put back in your mouth. Back right there. Tune in in like I think ten minutes, and you'll hear yeah. all about it. Um, anyway, yes, you're the asshole. Yeah, total asshole, and. You're not an asshole because you're ethnically non-monogamous. You're an asshole because you're non-ethically non-monogamous. non-monogamous. You're not communicating that <laughs> shit and then assuming other people should be assuming that. Right, like, and that's what? coming from... Sorry, Greg and Teresa, if you're listening to this. That's coming from a person who has absolutely formed relations and yeah. connection at times with couples or individuals who are in a couple. Like, truly no judgment on no judgment that, kind of, that kind of relationship. You just need to There's value people. in it. It's just all about communication. Especially if you're having unprotected sex! I've broken my mic. Um, okay, well, this has been a great episode, I Overextend think. Overextend it, and I've, then... I feel overextended all the time. I know, but, like, if you overbend nice, it, yeah, then right. it'll stay okay. in the right place, yeah. Um, you can find us, right? Are we doing the closing yeah, speech? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool, cool. I have nothing else. I have nothing else either. Okay, cool, yeah. sweet. Go you can it. find us. <laughs> you can find us on social media, on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. And if you want to hear Grant's secrets, you go to Patreon. <laughs> and we're Will podcast. I Laughed or Will I Laughed podcast Something on like all that. of that. And you can email us at willilaughedpod at gmail.com. The very first email we got, we read basically the next day. And now we are like, thank you. Please give us six to eight business weeks and we will respond to you. I have you. some emails I need to respond we to. We read still. them all initially. And I think you and I are both caught up in the must deliver a perfect response. Exactly, that, that we're not like thinking about it It's like a two-month yeah. uh, yeah. kind oh, of Oh, also, speaking of which, there was uh, someone that emailed us. I think they went by L or something. I don't know. You know who you are. I responded to your email. Good luck with college applications. Oh, you did respond to it. That's yeah, cute. I am, we're so proud of you, and we know we that really it's a hard are. place to be in. Uh, and yeah, we love you. And we appreciate you. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, the theme. Oh, right. Oh, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what the theme is. Oh, I'm I so also excited. don't really know what the theme is. I'm between a couple of options. It's we'll your read them theme. now. I know. I know the story. I don't know the theme. I asked Kelsey and Edgar for help. Um, that's so funny. Kelsey and Edgar helped me come up with Welcome to New York. I know. York. That's why I text. Because I was nice. in the middle of texting them anyway. Nice. And then I was like, well, you know the story. Because they, they know what the story is. Okay. And then... Uh, I was like, oh, I hope. Um, okay. These are the, the options that we have, and I'll okay. decide later. Oh, um, I don't get to help you decide now. You're going to decide later? Well, we can decide when I do it's the fine. story. I just want to know the rules. Know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have explosive competition, epic rivalries, and way over the top. Those are our three options. We had a listener today 
while I was stopped at a red light yeah. driving here, suggest the theme beef to us. <laughs> That's not bad. I do want to save that. Okay. I feel like that'll be more applicable for There was just else. this moment where I'm like, That is pretty funny. Are you the German grad student who Instagram messaged us? <laughs> no, 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 no. That is a funny... That I'm going to not weigh in because I feel like... I, f- I always feel a lot of things. I want to wait for you to tell me what it is. I want to finish the good. research because I know the story. I haven't done. What were the options again? Uh, explosive competition, epic rivalry, and way over the top. Tune in next week to and find, you'll out find out what theme it is. I don't know yet. Uh, until then, friends. Thanks for sitting here with <laughs> thanks. us. Thanks. Bye. Bye.